Yeah, but yeah, I can just drink out of this Batman. Is this Batman Forever? <laughs> yeah, it's Batman Forever. Welcome to Weeaboo Wednesdays. Woo! Yeah, uh, so another glorious uh, Wednesday, a King's Day, a, a Shogun's Day. A Hump Day. <laughs> well, not for me, it's my uh, weekend. No, no, same here. So. Hey, you have the, you, you have the week free. Uh, well, just this time around. Oh. All right. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, this week, we don't really have a topic per se. Yeah, we're uh, a new young podcast, uh, 16 years old in podcast years, so clearly mm-hmm. we're a protagonist podcast with yeah. uh, just an upward trajectory. Yep. Who cares about a plot? We're yep. just going to rip that all asunder with uh, our bullshit powers and our... Uh, magnetism yeah and our deus ex machina ability surrounded by a harem of of strangely differently aged women oh my god i see like harem animes won't bother me so much if it was just like age appropriate but it's never just age appropriate it's just like oh okay here's like you know uh uh this 18 year old protagonist okay cool Here's three 18-year-old ladies you can choose from, one 24-year-old lady, and one who's clearly 14 and 12. It's like, you don't need those last three. You don't need that, Mark. You're already at the buffet and you're asking for, like, Ben and Jerry's. No, you're asking for the kids' meal when you've gone to the House of Prime Rib. From, like, McDonald's. Yeah. It's not even just like you're getting the kids' meal at the restaurant. You're just like, oh, I want the McDonald's kids' meal. It's like, sir, this is a Joe's Crab Shack. It's like, fuck you, I want it. I want my toy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, ew. Oh, oh God, ew. <laughs> ew. I, I need a drink. Uh, this week's episode brought to you by Henry's Hard Soda, made with real cane sugar. It also contains alcohol. Yeah, uh, 4.2%. <laughs> Alright. So not that much. Oh yeah. Oh my no. For Harry Anime, at least with Love Hina, most I think only was one of Hina Harem Anime? I never actually It was saw like the it. pinnacle of Harem Anime. Oh, is that the Ur Harem Anime? It, it, in my opinion, it is the Ur Harem Anime. There were others before it, but it was this one literally, in my opinion, gets the gold flag. Like it is the America of colonizations. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first harem anime. Uh, so are you implying that they've written the constitution of how a man can, like, uh, 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 copulate with multiple women and suffer no consequences? No. In fact, it's the opposite. It is in which we swing our dick around, in which the, no, my mistake, not dick around, it's when the chicks swing their tits around, but we are too, um, we are too kindly or too mild-mannered to actually get in on that shit. Wait, 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 so is this, uh, is Love Hina, um, an anime where the, the harem owner is a woman? Who is attracted a harem of men? No. Or is it a man who's attracted a harem of women? It is a man who has apparently, who's, I think it was like her, his family, he's been told, um, moves into essentially a gir- all-girls dorm, and now he's like the building manager. And of course, hijinks ensue as you've got your wide variety of a variety of women from your normal, um, stu- normal studying, uh, normal hard studying girl to your... Um, very good at how, um, how, ah, what's the term for it? 
your home economics girl who does the laundry, so does the, the cooking. Waifu, yeah. like the your cook. wife, waifu. Your wife, waifu. Your house waifu. You, you actually bring up a good point that I, I, I've just realized. I've only seen, like, a couple of harem animes, but in, never in a harem anime have I ever seen where, like, the harem is voluntarily made by the dude. It's always, it's just like, oh, here's this trouble of 15 different women <laughs> all piled on top of you. Like, it's never willing. It's just thrust upon them. Yep. Like, the one I remember is one about wizards, where, like, wizards in a world have, like, a, a limited amount of spells, and when they cast them, all, all of them, they die. But it's, like, the average amount of wizard spells is, like, in the... Um, near, near, like, a uh, hundred thousands. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, like, the main character is, like, this wizard who can't get out of high school because he can't pass the exams because he's only got six spells. And it's, like, a medical condition. So, okay, my first problem with this is this, this person clearly has a medical condition <laughs> in your magical world and you're not helping him. That's, like, I have asthma. And then, like, one of your requirements for school is to, like, you know, do PE. That's, like, you won't let this person graduate because they can't run a mile in under ten minutes. That sounds, no, that sounds like someone in a wheelchair telling them to run the mile. They can probably do it. It'll be incredible. Incredibly painful and sad to watch. Yeah, it's but a, they can do it. Why don't you give this guy just a fucking pass? It's like he's got a condition. So anyway, you like he gets hurt one day and he has to go to the nurse and like she checks out like she you know she checks his magic number and he's like oh so you know you only have six spells right he's like yeah I know I'm a loser and nobody wants to hang out with him because he's only got six spells but in, <laughs> you've got six yeah literally I'm like okay so second problem people are making fun of this person because he essentially has a disability. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody in this school's an asshole. What is this called? I don't remember. I, uh, I re Okay, so my weeaboo years were at, like, middle school through high school, and I had on-demand, and you had to go to the cutting-edge section to watch <laughs> any anime. <laughs> and it's like they uh like they never put up the full season they only put up like a smattering of episodes and they weren't in order and they weren't sequential <laughs> so it was a, like it was a cowboy bebop episode 14 28 and 2 <laughs> i'm not even kidding um yeah so, so like she looks somehow the nurse gets like a a, a a load of his semen and she finds out hereditarily if this guy has like uh he has like some sort of recessive dominant gene so if he, he the the next witch he has uh, sex with she births a baby that has like millions of spells so, so all of a sudden all of these women are up on him and they're just like i want a baby from you because i want my baby to be wizard king <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I've only made it three episodes in because I could never find the fucking anime and because I saw it when I was uh, in middle school and I was an idiot and I was in the cutting edge section and I was looking over my shoulder the entire time going like, boy, I sure do hope this anime doesn't have boobies in it because my grandma's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, you I, say that. Yeah, I grew up with fucking Ronma one half, which just casually throws out 
naked tits all the fucking time. But, then, but like, the Rama anime didn't do that. The yeah, they Rama did. manga did. No, the anime did too. I don't remember. Well, I watched that on Adult Swim. And I, oh, but, yeah, on Adult Swim. Yeah, I don't remember that turned me off because there weren't any poopies in it. So, <laughs> fuck it, I'll just go to the library and read it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That was my only safe haven. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's never voluntary. Like even in Monster Musine, the guy didn't pick to have his house be like a boarding house for all of these monster women in heat. Yeah. Look at the first person who's shown him kindness and thinks, yeah, I'll get on that dick. Exactly. It's just like. It's never, it's never thrust upon, like, it's always thrust upon them. The main protagonist is usually unwilling, or is this limp-wristed idiot who can't make up his mind. Or, or has the chastity of a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would actually, I'd love to see that hair of anime where, like, the main character is actually a priest. I remember reading a manga, I think it was like called like D's Balls, which was actually pretty funny. <laughs> it, was it was hilarious. <laughs> something like that. Holy no. shit. It was like D it was D dash balls or something like that. No. D's balls is the best. It's so succinct. In which essentially a man Essentially, in which somehow, somewhere, the devil ends up getting sealed in his testicles, <laughs> and literally, he can't, he can't he can't ejaculate for like something like a, a few, like one year. Otherwise, so the, so he will escape. D, so the D stands for the devil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's D apostrophe S ball. I don't remember the exact <laughs> the devil's name. devil's ball. I, I thought it was D-E-S-E, like D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, and literally, the man has had this, and of course, this is the one time in his life, everything starts working out for him. The girl of his dreams turns out to be very interested in him as well. Um... And is and he finally starts a relationship with her in which he gets far enough, but he can't actually go that far. Otherwise, he risks a combination of two things: one, the de the devil being released, and two, her exploding if she's if he's inside her. Oh my god! Because it will be a physical manifestation. Jesus Christ! Um. And the people helping him are one is this like the succubus, essentially the succubus who works for hell, who doesn't want her to come out. Because she did something, if I'm saying she did something terrible, in which the devil was gonna punish the crap out of her. And ascend, and the angel Michael, um, and the angel Michael. Oh, that's me. Who is not you? Who literally takes the form of an, an old man because he is the original angel. <laughs> And he's just old as fuck now. <laughs> so I, uh, a little bit off a tangent, but, um, I went camping with my family, like, a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. Now we went down to Monterey. And around Monterey and Carmel, there's, like, one of the first missions that were ever established in California. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, in the gift shop, they have all of these, uh, 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 uh kind of, like, holy relics, or, uh, uh, replicas. 
Mm-hmm. And one of them's like a, a couple of them are saint coins, and the Michael ones are so hardcore. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just like it's a, a picture of Michael kicking the devil out of heaven, <laughs> and it's like uh, it's all it's called like the soldier's prayer, and it's just <laughs> like uh, I, I am your sword, your shield, and God shall strike you down through my hand. It's just like and, and like I bought one of them, and I'm like, coin, this is way too much pressure on me. <laughs> oh, what was it? Like? These balls, oh my god. How are you spell etchy? Oh my god. Uh, oh. Or is it just my balls? <laughs> <laughs> um. That actually look. That is it. It is just. Go- my wow! Mistake. It's even. Uh, it's even a more reductive title. <laughs> my balls. Yep, the fate of the world rests on one man's shoulder. Or to put it more exactly, it rests on his balls. In a freak sealing accident, the Queen of Terror is sealed, sealed into the main character's balls, thus preventing him from raiding destruction on the world. However, the le- le- that's right. <clears throat> that's right. The main the the heroine of the series actually came down originally to freaking um, which we call it, to release her, but then shit got real. What a. What a feminist nightmare to be literally trapped within a man's sexual reproductive <laughs> system. The only one. Yep. Only 30 days, otherwise the... And also demons are also trying to... Stupid. It is so stupid. stupid. And I read the entire thing. Is it over? Yeah, it's over. Okay, it is 41 I, chapters. I, we might have to table that for later to uh, review that. <laughs> <laughs> I can reread this. Yeah, we do. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) That was a great starting point for us. Yeah, so we're probably going to edit this. uh, No. Okay, we're not. But this is our uh, 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 ramen at the wall episode where we're just going to be throwing shit at the wall. Because we didn't prepare anything. (laughs) And we're just going to go off on a couple of tangents. We're going to drink and then hopefully decent conversation is going to come out and we hope you enjoy. So what I suggest is you uh, turn this to half volume, put it in the back of your desktop, and go and do something else. (laughs) Do something productive. Don't don't shut us off. Just just let us ramble in your background. Do do your fucking homework or, you know, I don't know, paper crafts. Trust us, you don't want us on full volume because the last thing you need is your roommate, your parents, or someone walking in on you going, what the hell are you listening to? Go ahead and, like, go to papercraft.net and print out, like, five fucking Zeldas and put them all together. And then have sex with your paper mache waifu. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I've killed Michael. I, I'm imagining, like, they printed out, like, the, the Zeldas from five different games. So there's, like, the low-poly Princess Zelda and, like, the master one that's, like, the the, the HD remake of Twilight Princess. <laughs> and they're, like, trying to put the heads on top of each other. And then there's the freaking 12-year-old one that's like, ah! <laughs> Wind Waker, the least fuckable iteration of Zelda. Oh, God. That doesn't stop some people on the internet. Uh, Oh, what an awful, terrible place. 
But do you, like, I kind of feel like this goes back to that thing we read earlier where it's like uh, mm-hmm. that guy was writing about like Japanese culture and he's like, yeah, grown men are afraid, are intimidated by grown women in Japan, which is why they uh, sexualize young women so much. <laughs> because apparently the thought of an independent woman in control <laughs> of her own life is just too much for like a Japanese grown man to handle. <laughs> oh no, she can do her own taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! That was amazing. <laughs> Fuck, she can drive a car? Oh my god, she's got her own sustainable job and, and sustainable income! Oh no! She has her own house with no mortgage payments? My god! Oh jeez. I mean, she's had another child? Wait a minute, that's something in America we avoid. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Unless you're into that kind of thing, where more to you. <gasps> what? Like, uh, dating a woman with, like, a child? I mean, if you're, in, if you're into finally having a kid without the whole process of nine months. I don't know. That's, uh, that's a little bit beyond my scope of, uh, understanding. I don't know. <laughs> what, are you sterile? <laughs> yeah. No, I've never dated a woman with a child in market. <laughs> Neither have I. Oh, oh, oh my god. Alright. Let's see what else is happening in Japan that I can shit all over because I, I, the longer I talk on this podcast, the more I realize all I know about Japan is shit I picked up from like, uh, random blogs on the internet and anime. And like the pie chart of stuff I know for reference from Japan on anime is like 68%. (laughs) By the way, if more if your knowledge of Japan comes from like uh, uh, from Japan comes from anime, and that ratio is over fifty percent, you're a weeb. <laughs> you're a weeb. Okay, here's the other thing I've, I've never understood. Turning, I can understand fetishes and the like, but the whole the whole Kantai collection stuff, the whole tank girls slash battleship girl thing. I've never understood that. Michael, do you have any kind of understanding into the weird shit that is, you know, I'd like to have sex with a U.S. destroyer? I think it's Or an just, aircraft carrier? Oh, yeah. Big woman. I, I think that's just, uh, uh, oh, what I said earlier, where it's like, oh, um, uh, like a full-grown, uh, a, a full-grown independent woman is too much, so I'm gonna assign her attributes and put them as an, ina- like, li- you've literally objectified <laughs> I just you literally objectified that. It's like I'm gonna take these strong traits that I find in women and assign them to an object because I find that less intimidating than an intelligent person. Holy shit! <laughs> we busted this right on oh my god. You have it here. We say you don't. You're not gonna learn shit from this we, podcast, oh, but I think you just did. I thought magic was dead, but Japan's got some misogynist algorithm <laughs> going on there. <laughs> Sword Art Online abridged everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that series. I don't know. Uh, that's just me spouting shit out of my ass. That might not be the reason. Maybe it's just. Uh, 
Shut up, Michael. <laughs> you're gonna make. You're gonna write a paper on this and get it published. I can write a paper on a, a bunch of shit. It doesn't mean it's true. It'll seem like it's true. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think my balls. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I started reading it and I couldn't stop. When did you start reading this piece of shit book? I think senior year of high school and finished it in freshman year of college. So you were 18! You, uh, so you started it when you when it was plausible that you like made a mistake, went around on the internet, and it's like, oh, I'm here to just jack off and leave, and I'm gonna stick <laughs> with this book. But you kept going. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Scat Hentai. Okay, alright. All so that is also middle school dipshit Michael. And he is not a role model for anyone. And honestly, if I'm a role model for someone, find someone better, please. Oh, man. Oh, dear God. And we have, let's see here. Do you want to watch that documentary about maid cafes? I know a few friends who actually worked at, like, some that are set here in San Francisco. They did the whole little, like, even I went there to go say hi to her, um, hi to her at one point. She was actually in my homeroom back in high school. And uh, when she, when I ordered something, she did the whole little dance and everything and tried to get me to go along with a little, like, magical ritual kind of thing. She would see magical spell to make your, um, hot, your hot coffee cuter. It's weird because it's like people feel that such a, a, a novelty, and I feel like those people have never been to Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> no, okay. All right, all right. Let me break this down for you. Maid Cafe, Joe's Crab Shack. Maid Cafe, maids do a little dance for you. Joe's Crab Shack, the waiters are forced to dance every hour on the hour to disco themes. Maid Cafe, the maid brings you a cute little drink and does something cute. Joe's Crab Shack, the waiter sneaks up behind with you with a, a vodka hurricane and calls it a shark attack and screams that there's a shark in the water in your ear, making you scared in front of your family and now they won't shut up about it because you screamed and you maybe cried a little. <laughs> Main Cafe, everything's expensive. Joe's Crab Shack, everything's expensive. <laughs> at least you crab at Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maid Cafe, it's the the amount that you pay for isn't necessarily worth the food that you get. Joe's Crab Shack, I keep ordering the crawdad pot, which is like 90% work and 10% meat. Why do I keep doing this, Mark? Because I like crawdad? Yes, that's exactly why! I have nothing to say to that. Maid Cafe, you have to pay for you you have to pay for the attention of the maid per hour. Joe's Crab Shack, you pay for a t-shirt. And maybe maid, you maid Cafe, you can't take pictures of them. You generally can't take pictures with them. Joe's Crab Shack, you know what? They don't care. They have nothing. They just want the day to be over. You have they have to take pictures of them. Oh they have to. I don't know. I've never worked at Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> so where is all this coming from? I don't know. I go to Crotchos Grab Shack a lot to eat crotchets. Because it's the only place I know to get crotchets. <laughs> God damn <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, but I want to watch that documentary about like made cafes and how they destroy people's lives. Do they? Uh, apparently in Japan, uh, like I think it's host cafes actually that destroy people's lives. Well, how so? <laughs> um, so it kind of has to do with like that entire thing with Japan, where it's like they have such a Victorianist society, and they're like. Uh, uh, in, in the means that you're not, uh, you're, you're it's kind of socially looked down upon to express your feelings to other people, and it's, mm. uh, it's very hard to. It seems to be a very, um, introverted society when it comes to romance. <clears throat> well, and this is all from what we understand from documentaries, people we've met, or... Uh, well, like, I get it from, like, a couple of, uh, uh, Japanese life blogs, and a couple of my friends who've actually had extended stays in Japan teaching English and stuff. But, uh, it, it seems like, um... For these, uh, uh... If you don't know what a maid or a host cafe is, essentially you, you go to... Uh, imagine a Starbucks <laughs> where all of the baristas are cute, and you sit down and a barista uh, uh, talks to you uh, for like as if you were her hour. boss. <clears throat> well, not your boss. It's like you, you essentially you you get all of the work of going uh, to a place and then like becoming familiar with people. So on their lunch break, there's that small chance that they would like sit with you and shoot the shit. For essentially, you pay for that service. Uh, so it, it's kind of like an easy way for you to flirt with people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, pauses. I've, I lost my thought. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, wait. Host, yeah. Host. Yeah, so, like, uh, what, what people do is apparently they get into, like, this vicious cycle of, uh, um, going to the uh, Mater host cafe, talking to the Mater host, uh, realizing that that's the only, like, tangible human contact that you've had for a while and becoming addicted to that. And, like, you go in and you you essentially spend your paycheck to hang out with somebody for a lot. Um, there are some dudes who, like, blow their entire paychecks and are on, like, the verge of homelessness and have to do, like, some desperate shit just so they can talk to their favorite, like, maid at their maid cafe. Uh, for the host cafes, there's, like, these, uh, uh, apparently this one is more rampant in, like, I think middle-aged women. Mm. So, like, they'll go and they'll talk to, like, the, uh, the hosts there. Uh, so a host club is essentially, like, the gender swap of a maid cafe. You've just got, like, a bunch of attractive, youthful boys walking around and, uh, being interested in what your day is, essentially. They're very, they're generally, <clears throat> at least from my understanding, they're generally very slick, they're very charming. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, friendly. We, like, also, the big thing with these, uh, cafes is that there's not a sexual element. You're not paying mm -hmm. to have sex with these people. You're literally paying for them... To well, the main cafe one, in my opinion, it's more like you don't really do it there, cause well, no, you you don't like that. that that's the thing for a main cafe. It's like you're not there for like uh, the the physical or sexual thing. Yeah. You're there for like it, it's kind of almost sadder because of that mm. because you're there for the uh, the more tender moments of being in a relationship, as in just like this person listening to you talk about your day. And that sounds more like the host cafe, honestly. From no, that's what not, like a main a, and a host cafe. From yeah. what I've seen from maid cafes, or at least my experience with them, slash. Well, that's like an American maid cafe that's though true. that's that's kind of like the translation of a maid cafe we get from an anime uh, that's true yeah 
But uh, yeah, like uh, these these middle aged women will like spend like similar their their entire paychecks just to hang out with this one dude because somebody's paying attention to her because of the problem I told you earlier, and then uh, they'll uh, they'll lose all their money and some of them have actually gone to prostitution so they can go see their favorite host. That. Yeah. I mean, there's a, apparently there's a market in it. This is a upsetting. Japan is an upsetting place. From what from what we've read slash experienced. Uh, well, more more of read and vicariously experienced through people I uh, tangentially keep in a Skype conversations when they're in Japan, which is very difficult because I'm on West Coast time and they're in the future. <laughs> they're almost a day ahead of us. They are a day ahead of us. Sixteen hours. Yeah, well, that's the day. It's not 24 hours, Michael. It's almost. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, just... But yeah, I don't think, like, uh, like people always say, it's like, oh, you have a fucking maid in a host cafe would take off in America. It's like, I don't think it would. No, culturally, <laughs> I think the maid maybe because essentially it's just going to be, in my opinion, the equivalent to a Japanese Hooters. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that like, is, uh, that's that, our main cafe, Hooters. Yeah, well, we've gone, like, the the whole, like, you know, we've gone, like, a hard left. Japan went, like, we'll go with emotional satisfaction of being able to talk to somebody who pretends like they give a shit about what you're saying for half an hour. Mm -hmm. And Hooters, where it's like, this lady will sit on your lap and put her cleavage in your face, but you're not allowed to fucking touch her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing for both of them. You can't I don't think Hooters does that. I think uh, it's they just used to. Because it's a family restaurant officially on paper. <laughs> yes, yes, you didn't know about this? Oh, shit. Okay. No joke. They actually had to get registered as a... Um, they had. They used to be registered as a, a family of... restaurant. That's how they used to be. But then they had. They got sued by, two, by when a few men tried to apply for waiter's positions. And they refused them purely on gender. Yeah. And now legally, if you are a family restaurant, you can't do that. Oh... So they had to re-register themselves as adult entertainment so they don't get sued by people, by men. Why so are they just in adult entertainment now? or are they, they are adult, <laughs> I think they're officially adult entertainment, like, pub or bar or something like that. Yeah, because I know the one in, like, Fisherman's Wharf, like, went out of business. Okay. But I also heard they went out of business because they were recycling food. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that they would, like, take food that people hadn't, uh, touched or, like, finished eating, and they would just, like, cycle it back into other meals. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, this is a, this is a rumor I heard from somebody at Fisherman's Wharf, so it's like, I can neither confirm or deny, but still, Hooters is not a place I would hang out. <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack, on the other hand. Yeah, because I would, uh, I would at least get what I wanted, Joe's Crab Shack, which is crawdads. And a dance. Uh, no, like, I don't like the dance because I, in the back of my head, I, 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 so this is what happens. The music comes on. The waiter, the waiters and waitresses all get in a line, and here's my ball bowl of crawdads, which I scoot close to my body and punch <laughs> down over because I don't want them to point at me and usher me to join them in their electric slide. Because one, I'm wearing a bib, <laughs> and two, my mouth is full of crawdads. Okay, Mark, it's <laughs> not an appealing look. And three, I would throw up because my <laughs> stomach is full of cornbread and crawdads. 
I hate more cornbread because the amount of work and reward you get from crawdads. Yeah, I try to keep it at a, a even 50-50 ratio of crawdads and cornbread. But that doesn't work out too well. Oh my fucking god. But yeah, I think it's like you you couldn't have a you couldn't have a, a, a Japanese uh, type maid cafe here in America because one I think people would miss the point and under, not understand that it's supposed to be like a proxy for like a relationship. Mm -hmm. They would actually try to hit on the maids, <laughs> which people do do. They do that in Japan. A, lot of, a friend of mine who was working in the maid cafe, I've seen her like go along with the flirting. Just yeah, so no, you're to. supposed you're supposed to mm -hmm. in like a uh, 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 maid cafe. Then another cafe I worked, uh, her bo <clears throat> our boss um, insisted that the cute girls that we had working the uh, working in front, they had to flirt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, there was there's a lot of shitty shit at the cafe I worked at. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the service industry. Uh, uh, open your mouth for this pile of shit we're gonna give you. <laughs> Tip your waiter, goddamn you. <laughs> Giving me shit about it. It's like, oh, they like you because you tip. Yeah, because everybody should tip, Mark. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Michael, you're dying. Oh, uh, it was... Uh, just Finished a, a bottle okay. of Henry's But on these, like, weird... Here, on the, here, this is what this t week's topic will be. Weird cafes in Japan that we know of. Alright, now, I am all for the Owl Cafe, because that sounds cool. Is there a fucking Owl Cafe? Yeah, there's an Owl Cafe! Okay, I'd be down for that. They have, Why, there's just fucking owls <laughs> No, but no, you can... It's like, they have cafe foods at overhyped prices, because, you know, that's a cafe. Oh, is it one of those bullshit cafes that just everything is owl no, well, it's like, they have your that. owl panini. It is that... And they have living owls in which you can pay to, like, hold them and stuff like okay, that. Okay, all right. And, like, have them, like, sit on your shoulder and take pictures with them. Okay. And I'd pet be, them. Yeah, I'd be... Yeah, I'd... That's, that's pretty cool. And, like, cat cafes and dog cafes, I mean, like... The dog cafe, I mean, is a little bit tough, I mean, uh, but at least it's... They'd get too excited. They yeah, just all that food. Like, there are all these people here. I want to get petted by all of them. Well, at least, like, at least from... Well, I've seen at least from, like, uh, San that Francisco. Would, that, that would take off here, right? I no, they like have one in... theme cafe. Yeah. They, they, they have, have one, one in Oakland. They have one also in San Francisco, in which you can also adopt the cats if you really like them. So well, that's is a good, pretty cool, yeah. But in Japan, they've got that. But then they've also got the... I've seen a cuddling cafe... And um, sleep, sleeping on someone's lap cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the cuddling cafe was a weird one, which you literally like kind of just nap with a nap with a woman in like non like sexual things. Yeah, it's, it's so it, the all of these cafes essentially fill the niche of a person who's very lonely and like uh, doesn't have any uh, emotional satisfaction from people. So you have to, it, it's like, uh, it, in a certain way, I feel like it's a different form of prostitution where instead it of is. like satisfying like uh, the sexual urges of people, you're satisfying like the the deep crushing emptiness of their like emotional soul. And then you have, I think this is also another reason why freaking Japan's birth rates on the drop. They're losing population here. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I was reading a thing actually where it's like uh, the people over 50 and 60 in Japan actually uh, uh, have a stronger ratio than the people who are like our age. Yeah. So it's like their technology is uh, ironically far behind on their usage. Like they still use fax machines and stuff because the old guard refuses to update and learn <laughs> new things. And like I heard that from my uh, from people who have worked in Japan who are my friends mm -hmm. and they're like yeah I, 
had to learn how to use a fax machine. Like, people here don't even have smartphones in, like, these areas because people don't need uh, them. In these areas, okay. I was about to say. Yeah, well, uh, also some of them were, like, uh, assigned to very rural parts of Japan. Okay, that makes a lot more uh, sense. I was about to say, like, in Tokyo, I think they're okay. Maybe still fax machines, but... yeah. Um, I think everyone's got a smartphone, an iPhone slash Android kind of thing. Yeah, or like a Japanese bootleg variant. Or, or just a Japanese equivalent. I don't know what Japan has for yeah, phones. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and t- on TV, all we see them is have is flip phones. Yeah. And anime is just... Like, Mirai yeah, well, Nikki. that's that's why they uh, they have flip phones, because yeah. it's like... Uh, it, I have a feeling that that mentality of, like, I'm not going to learn the new wave of technology is, like, uh, transitioning down to the youth. That's not a good thing. No, it's not. <clears throat> I mean, I'm just I'm now reimagining the uh, Mirai Nikki or Future Diary in which every character in that had a flip phone, except for the mayor of the city who had a smartphone. <laughs> which to me is like, like they're, what, smartphones too expensive? Or like, oh yes, I am so evil. I, I have a smartphone while you peasants have flip phones. <laughs> I, I do want to go to Japan solely for the fact that I want to go back to the America, uh, Americas with, like, just a shit ton of gachapons. I want to go there strictly <clears throat> for the food. Wait, what? Udon? You can no, get that? No, I want to get sushi fresh, like, properly oh, done. Oh. Like, true sushi. Not sushi made by a Chinese or a, or oh, a Hispanic okay, man. I see. I want to get true bluefin tuna kind of nigiris. And Maki's and oh deliciousness. I well, I mean, like I and they get glared at by glared at by sushi chefs as I eat it improperly. I like see, like I I don't feel like my palate is refined enough to appreciate that, so I will enjoy my uh, <laughs> my five dollar bubble toys. You fucking peasants. Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. It's like uh, oh, here's my ten dollar sushi that I'm going to convert into shit. Yes. Well, I'm gonna be, it'll be a very <laughs> Pleasant shit. <laughs> yeah, you'll you shit in one of those uh, robotic smart toilets. Dude, I, I want one of those for my house, period. <laughs> I do too. A bidet is rad. If not a bidet, I remember seeing something for sale. Like it wasn't it wasn't Japanese, it was literally just like a butt hose where instead of toilet paper, it's like just a little like Yeah, like, like a, a uh, attachable bidet. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. essentially like when you get when you the little like hose you have when you're doing dishes and you're Faucet, except it's like attached to your toilet. You this would be terrifying to some of our listeners. This is just like water in my butthole. <laughs> 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 what? You don't want your butt to get washed? Yeah, I know. You get like, itchy wash... and you'll get like hemorrhoids. Yeah, like I wash my butt. It's like, I don't know what they teach people here. It's just like you wipe. It. Like okay, so in my household, we usually we we have like. Do you use the pail method? Oh, what? Where you, if you don't have a bidet, you essentially fill up a pail and you, like, wash, like, you, you, you put it in your butt and then you wipe? No. Oh, what? Really? No. Because I think that's more hygienic, because it's like... I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sound not hygienic, it sounds a little odd to me because I didn't grow up with it, but... Oh, oh Morty. <laughs> you see, you see, Morty. Okay. I just took... If I really need to wipe my butt down... Okay, I lost it. Um... Anytime I really felt like I needed to like wash my butt, I just like just wet a paper, um, paper. Yeah, it's essentially uh, it's just essentially like wet, like cl- that. essentially wet cloth your butt. Yeah, it's essentially that, and it's like I think about that sometimes when I see like Charmin Ultras, and it's like, how come nobody ever sells like uh, uh, poop pails? 
We're like you. Well, the squatty potty. Yeah, the squatty potty. <laughs> yeah, I, I do feel like, well, maybe not here in California because we have a fucking drought, so it's like. <laughs> Yeah, no, not, not. <laughs> I, I kind of thought it's like, oh, maybe we could replace the water with compressed air. And like, oh, shit. Wait, no, that would kill people. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you just stick, like, essentially a bicycle or tire pump compressed air it up your butt. It doesn't go press in your butt, okay? It's just like, you know, the tube is angled. So, like a regular bidet, there's a tube that's angled to g gently spout water that will caress your butt butthole. But in this case, the tube is an aggressive compressed air deliverer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it would blow the feces away. It's like, yeah, right back in the anus. So or right all over your butt. Yes. <laughs> and then cause all the water inside to spray everywhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got your water. Shut the fuck would be rioting in the streets. No, it would Society be would fall apart. No, Michael. At worst, it is going to be a recall on products. We wouldn't have the infrastructure to recall that after the bidet uprising. You heard it, people. This is Michael's prediction for end of the world. The moment they go the air compressed bidet and it's in every household worldwide is the day the world ends. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> my butt. You'd have to take a shower after every use. Yeah. We would be in worse than a drought. We yeah. wouldn't have nothing. Yeah, it's some fall of society. <laughs> This is how Rome fell. <laughs> it wasn't the Visigoths or the Vandals or the lead poisoning. Yeah, it was bidets. <laughs> we dug too far and too deep. <laughs> oh, Just God. like that fucking priest and the devil in his balls. <laughs> Good place for us to move on. Michael, what is another stupid manga that you have read oh, that you shit. remember? Oh, I God. just I just laid open essentially what perhaps started as as hentai and then turned into a comedy experience. <laughs> the fucking uh, like, uh, every harem thing is essentially just a hentai that won't make that extra pull. It's like, all right, whose turn is it for a hot dickin'? That uh, is essentially how hentai works. Every chapter is a new girl. Yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> even, like, I, I would also like to say, in, like, some hentais I read, even in those, the harem is not, like, uh, <laughs> like received. It's just like, oh, I guess I just have to have sex with all of these women now to repopulate this island. It's like, yeah, why? At least, at least the There's one, gonna I, be a plane to come pick you up. Why? At least the one I read, it was essentially a guy gets assigned to a lacrosse team, and one of the girls keeps hitting on him, and he just no longer is able to resist and is scared he's gonna lose his job. No, so that's, that's my favorite setup for like a harem where it's just like this plane crashes, 
and like there's one dude and there's like 20 women and like he states it's just like the woman pilot is just like okay well like the the rescue team's gonna come in a week it's like what should we do and then it's just like it, it escalates for no reason it's just like we gotta repopulate this island it's like but a rescue team is coming in a week why do you have to repopulate the island like the world hasn't ended this isn't lost <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that is horrible. Uh, okay, uh, did I already recommend Doro Hidoro? Uh, I don't think on podcasts. Okay, so, uh, uh, so a friend of mine turned me on to, uh, Doro Hidoro, which is a, a, a rad, uh, manga about my, uh, uh, two of my favorite things, which is wizards and lizards. <laughs> And the main character has had his head turned into a lizard by a wizard. <laughs> and the, the manga is about uh, our, our protagonist trying to find the wizard who turned his head into a lizard and stabbing the shit out of him. <laughs> so it's really cool. Uh, I like it because it's like uh, they live in a world called Hole where all the humies live and wizards show up and they just like experiment on people uh, because people have no, uh, no power to like uh, fight wizards. And it's uh, one of these uh, cool um, a- animes uh, or uh, mangas, these mangoes that I like, <laughs> where uh, um, it-, it skirts the line between very dark comedy and like whenever there's like a very tense moment, uh, everything is like comedic, but you still feel the tenseness. Mm-hmm. Like uh, as an example, uh, the all the wizards have uh, a-, a theme, so it's like mm-hmm. your wizard theme is like you can do whatever. So they're enlarging and wizards and smalling and smalling wizards. And smalling, you mean it- shrinking? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's this really cool part where they show how they add uh, rooms to the mansion. So it's like the ensmalling wizards essentially make like tiny replicas of like uh, electrical systems and chairs, and the enlarging wizards just like make it up to scale and like clip it into the house. <laughs> but it's like uh, the main protagonist or the main antagonist is this wizard called N, and he has like mushroom powers. And, like, he runs, like, the wizard mafia, and, like, his front is a bunch of, like, wizard-based, uh, uh, mushroom-based, uh, ventures. <laughs> yeah, so he has, like, a string of mushroom, uh, like, uh, Italian mushroom restaurants. <coughs> but, uh... Uh, there are two wizards that get into a fight, and, like, it's this really serious fight, it's, like, this tense moment where you're like, oh, shit, one of these named important characters is gonna die, and it's a major plot point, and they're, like, shooting pies and, like, mushrooms at each other that are just flopping against each other, and you know if a single one of those pies or a single one of those mushrooms touches the other guy, they're fucking dead. Yeah, so, like, there's this one wizard that turn like can turn anything into a pie, and he turns a guy into a pie, and the guy just, like, turns inside out and turns into a pie, oh, and then he steps on him. Wow. <laughs> it's it's really great. I, 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 I highly suggest it if you like kind of uh-huh. um, surreal, absurdist uh, humor and uh, bleak humor and wizards. <laughs> I'll give it a shot for next week. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. It's, I'm it's, sure it's we also, also wrapping rec- up. I'm, I'm wrapping sure up. we also recommended something to each other last week, but we don't remember. Yeah, I, I was way at Gen Con this weekend. I had work. 
Yeah, uh, we were working. Or yeah. We're busy boys. But yeah, the one I have recommended to you, which I think we discussed earlier, was uh, it's called Gendo Bloodborne. The oh, reason yeah, yeah. the reason I I looked I looked at this manga I was like, oh, do they make a manga form of Bloodborne? This should be interesting. Yeah, it wasn't quite that, but it is set in this. I don't remember the name of the town, but essentially this kind of like Victorian, almost like Victorian South English town of. In which um, it has been like te- apparently there was a large like almost race war with vampires, and the vampires lost. So the, for the most part, they're all either dead or in hiding. And all of a sudden, um, some grisly murders begin appearing around town, which aren't attributed to vampires because all the blood's still there. But something new has happened, uh-huh. and the police have no idea what to do about it, and they haven't even. They're not even willing to say that it was a monster yet to keep the public um, from panicking again. But these murders just keep happening around town, so they figure, you know what? We're gonna ask. We'll ask for help from the old, um, from the city's old vampire hunter, um, um, who's like now seventy years old, and basically figure, um, in in the end, if he dies, he's um, he died a hero, or if he di- if he lives and takes care of the problem, we're done with the problem. And our main character is this little this seventy year old um, vampire hunter who literally is just playing the old cards as many times as he can to get out of doing shit and yeah. all his responsibilities. I was just actually telling Mark earlier that I was just like, uh, uh, it sounded like a joke, but I was like, I'm so sick and tired of these sixteen year old young prodigies with their fucking uh, uh, special sauce powers and their fucking prophecies. And their just for one time, sex mocking yeah. ability. Uh, I'd love to see like this salty old old person is the protagonist of my mango. <laughs> literally, he, and he is, like, literally, he describes as he's, like, apparently, like, he's playing a chess game with a friend of his, this younger girl of his who's been trying, who, who's been trying to get him to take her out, um, take her out, and he says one of his magic powers is this magical memory in which he forgets everything, in which he forgets things he doesn't want to do. Oh my god. And that he's clearly just an old man. Complaining about old man things oh, with man. his terrible hearing and his bad eyesight. So, uh, uh, off on a tangent, but if you haven't played this game, you should. It's called Racketeer. You oh, can get it God. On Steam. But, uh, uh, one of the characters that you can, uh, uh, unlock as your uh, uh, adventure, you can sponsor, you can only get him at night. And if you walk in the park, there's just like, this fucking vampire that shows up. And he's just like, oh, ew, you hang out with the fairy? And you're like, yeah, she's my friend and also my IRS auditor. <laughs> and the vampire is like, oh, well, you should fucking kill her. And you're like, what the fuck? And he only shows up at night and he, he you, you don't prompt a conversation with him. He just walks up to you and it's like, you do know, like, you know, the humans had a race car with the fairies and put them in concentration camps. It's like, what the fuck? What the hell? And then, like, your fairy friend just like shuts up and she starts to cry it's like yeah you all deserve to die and you know why the humans did it because you were annoying it's like <laughs> holy shit <laughs> but it's like like the way they introduce this character is so absurd and shitty it's like if you and me were walking around Golden Gate Park and this vampire just shows up and is like Bruh, I see you hang out with the Jew Michael 
<laughs> Why is he not in a collar building your tomb pyramid? It's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, if someone had come up to me and sang it, especially like that, looking like a vampire, I'd probably be laughing. I would God. do. I would do. And then we'd realize, oh, this is he's actually he's actually an anti-Semite. Oh. Like, oh, this guy's a vampire. I like how that like, your eyes are, oh wait, this guy's an anti-Semite. And my body oh shit, this person's a vampire. I'm not a vampire. Like a modern vampire, like a sleek dude in a suit that's pale. I'm imagining like a Dracula motherfucker. You're like a Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, like the huge gem in the cape, and his his feet aren't even touching the floor. He looks like Count Chocula. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> Priorities, Michael. A uh, player is superior. Uh, uh, player Acuteer. It's a good game. It's on Steam. It's like ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, I think it's twenty right now. You'll find it, it comes on sale often. It's it's summer, or when we're recording this, it's summer, so it might be on sale. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, capable. excuse me. Oh, dude, the new Deus Ex Machina is coming out. Are you gonna get that? Wait, no, you don't even play the first one. No, have I haven't. You should do that. I haven't. I think one of those stupid <laughs> games. <laughs> all right, JRPGs in general. Oh, okay. All right, sorry, doing JRPGs. Right, yeah, I guess we're doing that now. Okay. <clears throat> I have played a few of them. I played Sui Koden Three, which was a good one. Uh-huh. Um, I guess you can honestly consider a lot of the Final Fantasy games to be JRPGs. They are JRPGs. That's like this is one the of, most American version of them. Yeah, that's one of like the the springs for me. It's like, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's some comfort in playing like a JRPG where it's just like, oh, okay, cool. This is a game I don't have to really pay attention to. <laughs> I just have to get my numbers high. Yeah, like uh, the newest, uh, the newest and like the Final Fantasy series, at least in the handheld, like Bravely Default. Oh yeah, where, Bravely like, Default. One of the main mechanics is like, oh yeah, you can just press a button and we'll play the RPG part for you. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play the turn-based combat for you. You can just set up, and you can set up whatever order you want. So you can just repeat the same kill method every time, which I do. I know. I was just. I I want to play that game. I have it. It's pretty Okay, good. I want to borrow that off. Yeah, you can borrow that. But I will say this about <laughs> I never beat Bravely Default, and I'm very close to the end. I kind of beat the main story, and for those who played it, um, there is a little bit of a spoiler, so if anyone who hasn't played it wants to plug their ears, but you know what? You're pretty late to the game at this point. There is a time travel element to it much later in the game, oh, and it kind of forces you to play through <clears throat> the entire game again. Oh, God. But in a faster form, like you don't need to go jump through <clears throat> as many hoops to get to, like, the forest dungeon, the water dungeon, the volcano dungeon. But you still have to go through them, fight the same bosses all over again, fight the same enemies all over again. It's like, uh, I think I know what happened. They ran out of budget for assets. <laughs> Probably. Oh, but, oh, God. I remember... Um, I couldn't even get through all of it. I played, like, uh, the the Dragon Quest uh, games. Uh, mm. uh, not lo- not the old ones, the ones that they did for D- uh, the uh, 3DS and DS. Uh, I think it was a DSi when they came out, so it might have been, like, Dragon Age, like, 4. Or Dragon, uh, Dragon, Dragon Quest. Dragon Age? <laughs> yeah. 
That's an Amerigo RPG. It is. Uh, but, like, um, one of the things that always bothered me about RPGs is, uh, like, it, th- there's a time and place for it, but it's, like, bikini armor. <laughs> so, it's, like, there's an actual mechanic for bikini armor in uh, Dragon Quest, which I actually appreciated. What? Yeah, so it's, like, uh, in Dragon Quest, like, you can put the armor on, like, a- a- any gender, so you could have, like, the genderless, like, full plate mail, kind of like in Dark Souls where it's like, I can't even tell if this person's a boy or a girl. Well, if he's wearing a dress, you're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, so so if you put, uh, so there's like full plate mail and then there's Amazon plate mail, which is like the literal chainmail bikini armor that you can put on characters. And like the caster, the female caster characters have like bunny ears. They, they essentially have the playboy outfit, the playboy bunny outfit, which is like, you know, the onesie leotard and like the fishnet stockings and the high Hello. heels in a fantasy game, which Hello. is just like, what the fuck? But <laughs> But it's like apparently if you put those those uh, outfits on characters they get uh this attribute called charm where like a monster has a chance to not attack that character if the <laughs> charm goes off so if you dress them in like very skimpy outfits there's a chance that they won't be attacked ah yes my slime genitals are quite aroused by this woman <laughs> of different species oh my god <laughs> what what wasn't dra- the dragons thing whatever? Did they have like their jellies is like one of the big enemies? Like jellies are like what trademark villains? Yeah, the slimes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not yeah. out of place in saying there's slime hentai yeah. coming. Yeah, well, not not with those guys. They're smiling. They look pretty happy. Yeah, th- no, you'd get like a roper in that series because oh. it allows for that. Like the slimes are just kind of mascots that would be there. If anything, it would just be in the background, or, uh, like so, like in the foreground there would be the banging, and then like it would be one of those <laughs> stupid meme comics that zooms in on the slime just in the back. <laughs> so if I if I made uh, if I made hentai, that's how they would all end. <laughs> <laughs> like it's supposed to be the money shot and it just zooms in on something in the back. <laughs> Finn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's People no. People would riot in the streets. <laughs> Michael, you wouldn't have that big of a fan base for it. For Michael, Michael Brand hentai. <laughs> In which they'll strange from, they'll be those, and then you'll um, have them drift over to praying mantis hentai, in which the man is trying to the male praying mantis is running for the hills trying to keep his virginity, and then gets jumped and essentially revert a uh, quote unquote reverse raped as they call See, it. I would watch that hero anime. <laughs> Uh, Dude, man, that would actually be kind of amazing. Mantis Osama. It's just like, oh god, I gotta get to school. And all of the Mantis schoolgirls is like, Mantis I want to go on a date with you. No, I know what will happen. I want to grow up. I want to do taxes. This entire anime is a metaphor about how men are intimidated by independent women in Japan. They'll kill us all. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh my! Mantis, uh, Mantis Sarogawa is a really misogynist anime. I'm remembering this for my next game of pl- of Channel A. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> 
again, if you tuned in here for like uh, uh, interesting thoughts about anime or Japanese culture, I'm sorry to disappoint you. You are wrong. You are going to two drunk guys shitting on the on Japan on a thing that we like. So let's. Well, we don't have to put on airs for these strangers. We're both weebs. <laughs> You have a fucking body pillow. That was a room. present. That's it doesn't matter if it's a present. It's like, oh, Mark, I found a mind cough on your <laughs> It was a present. You could have thrown it away or removed it from my eyeline when I came here. I, I, I did. <laughs> Where, I don't have a body pillow in my room. If you're talking about my five-foot girlfriend who's always sleeping in the bed. No, I'm talking about the tiny little titty pillow that you have. What titty pillow? Oh, I don't even know who that character is. What titty pillow are you talking about? The tiny one that you have on your bed that's like the size of a throw pillow. I don't have that on my bed. Let's put away. Oh, okay. Well, at least you had the good decency to remove that from my eyeline. <laughs> <laughs> no, my girlfriend for uh, for one of my for you don't have to explain yourself. No, this is a hard. different body pillow. <laughs> You don't have to explain yourself. You don't owe the audience anything. They are captive. <laughs> we don't have to explain ourselves to anybody. <laughs> The only person we're accountable to in the end is Anubis, who judges our sins. No, it wasn't Anubis who judges. He weighs our heart against I don't the think feather. that's Anubis. That's, I'm pretty sure that's That is Anubis. not Anubis. I'm pretty sure that's Anubis. That is a different Anime kind. taught me that. It's Anubis. Anubis weighs your heart against a feather. Crap. Who weighs... Hearts. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, who weighs the hearts on the afterlife? After you died, uh, an ancient truth play The Hall there. of Mats. No, don't. I don't want to. I don't want a PowerPoint. <laughs> Overseen by uh, freaking go away. Osiris! Okay, Osiris. You motherfucker! Alright, so uh, another thing that anime taught me that was wrong. <laughs> Osiris, the god of no balls! This is the god who has no junk! Oh, uh, shit. We'll get into uh, Egyptian mythology on another podcast in our pyramid cast, me and Mark's side podcast. Where in, which, in which Michael sits there with a whip, whipping once in a while, and I'm pulling a giant slab of rock. I wasn't even in the area. If anything, like, my... You are tan enough to get by as an Egyptian. I did not. What? No. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, but uh, we wouldn't even be in the same geographic area. You would be over in Egypt and getting whipped, and I'd probably be over. over was the Spanish Empire, I think. Yeah, no, probably not. I was happily in the jungle roasting like a fucking boar. So, you know what? Life was pretty sweet in the Philippines up until, like, uh, the. Spaniards showed uh, up. Up until the Spaniards showed up. <laughs> And now you've got a president who's Actually, essentially wait, the punisher. Maybe not, because Islam uh, Islam was one of the first religions that landed in the uh, Philippines. Oh. So, uh, uh, but it was pretty sweet then, too, you know? 
Now, now you have essentially the Punisher as your president. Yeah, the, the Punisher. Yeah, we'll get into that in another episode too. Why not now? Uh, okay, I guess now. So essentially, the Philippines elected a crazy man who matters uh, their <laughs> president, and you know what? I can kind of see why. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this dude, uh, I forget what his uh, full name is, and I'm a little too drunk to look it up. But he's been nicknamed as the Punisher in the Philippines. Oh, so this is our new, uh, this is our segment, Nippon News. <laughs> which, in which we don't talk about Nippon at all. This is more like news that There's more things that are happening in the land of the rising sun than Japan, Mark. There's other countries, like yeah. China, and Korea, and Korea's hat. <laughs> no, Thailand. no, that is Korea's crazy hat, yeah. in which it is just a torture device ready to clamp down on its skull at some point. Oh, really? Uh, uh, the top part of an Iron Maiden. Exactly. Or but that freaking, or that, no, that device, if you ever saw the Saw movie, that fucking, like, jaw device that'll rip their skull open. No, I never saw Saw. Like, I, I was too much of a sissy to watch the first one, and after I saw that there were four or five of them that came out, I was like, I'm not even gonna bother to waste my time. I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. People are gonna die and maybe not die, and nothing's gonna <laughs> get resolved. People are gonna make stupid decisions when they could have made good decisions. Yeah, it's just like Bang Bus. <laughs> what? Nothing new changes. <laughs> it's the same formula. Somebody wakes up in a basement. Somebody gets in the van. In both in both of them, somebody gets fucked. It's like the formula doesn't change, Mark. Why bother to watch it? Well, maybe we'll have a black woman, or perhaps an Asian woman this time around. But it'll always be a white man fucking all of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, get some diversity, bang bus. Uh, okay, so so uh, this dude uh, used to be the mayor of Davidao, which was Pirate City Central, uh, second only to Somalia. So apparently, when he ran for pre uh, for mayor of that town, his platform was, "I will kill the criminals. Not I'ma stop them. Not I'ma catch them. I'ma kill them." So uh, he put a couple of names up on his Facebook, and that following week, like uh, I think like sixty people ended up dead on the street. <clears throat> so uh, then Davidao became the safest city in the Philippines. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he also uses uh, this vigilante group, which is essentially if you had the NRA, uh, <laughs> uh, the logical conclusion to the crazy people in the NRA. Because I feel like it's unfair to paint with broad strokes. Yeah. Uh, but, but, eh. like, but like you have like the crazy NRA in the Philippines called the Domino Death Squad that he essentially uses as his like ghostly hand to execute <laughs> his business. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> Davidao's the safest country, uh, the, the safest city in the Philippines, and he ran for president, and people elected him as president because they're fucking sick of all of the incompetence. Yeah, our last president, when the hurricane hit the Philippines, he took, like, the millions of dollars of Red Cross supplies, slapped his political sticker on them, and he was like, yo, you want aid? You gotta vote for me first. Wow. Ooh, thousands died. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the same one I remember watching an interview with, and they asked him, like, oh, so how many people have you killed? The man, oh, no, like, before you started office, how many did you, um, how many did you kill? I was like, like, you just sit there and think Yeah, it was about, like three. Yeah, yeah, he came to the conclusion, like, maybe three? 
Yeah, he's like openly admitted he's like executed people. Uh, he's also like uh, uh, gone out and like straight up said it's like if I find corruption in the government, I'ma kill you. And according to what I saw from John Oliver, this is also a man who, when there was a missionary like nun oh, yeah, who was yeah, raped, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. said I should have gotten first dibs because I was mayor. Like, uh, make no mistake, I'm not like uh, <laughs> I'm not going like this dude's the dude the full bean needs. It's just like this dude is. Uh, sadly, one of the first competent leaders in, like, the leading presidents in the Philippines, and he's super dangerous because he's a crazy person that, like, uh, he actually owns up to his promises, and he has, he sees nothing wrong with what he's doing, because in his head is justified. I mean, yes, the, uh... Has, did he, like, have, like, a Punisher moment of where his family dead, or is he just... Yeah, I'm gonna murder people. No, he's straight. Like, his entire platform is this, like, why should we put people in jail? They're just gonna come back out. It's easier to just kill them. So, like, uh, 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 I, I read, like, this article on Gawker or whatever that was, like, condoning him for essentially doing, like, an ethnic cleansing with, like, uh, drug dealers and stuff. And, yes, okay, so, that's bad. That's bad if you're just, like, going throughout the streets like the fucking Inquisition, like, pegging people execution style on the streets. But the thing the doctor needs to understand is drug dealers in the Philippines aren't some white skinny dude who has a 9-to-5 job that's selling you, like, dime bags of weed on his off time and hangs out with you. These are cartel motherfuckers that participate in human trafficking and have fucking castles. They are a problem. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying that this is the best way to take care of the problem, but it's a way that the problem is being taken care of, and that's the only thing the people in the Philippines care about because, you know, everybody's been shitting on them for the past couple of decades. Good lord. Why did I click on this? Yeah, I'm trying to have a heart-to-heart with the fucking audience here talking about real shit and you're showing me some stupid demon anime titties over here, bro. <laughs> I was just curious. How about you suck on these nuts of knowledge I'm dropping on you? This is knowledge this I load of real shit. This is knowledge I already know. Well, maybe the listener doesn't know that. That's why they have to listen, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for uh, Nippon news? Uh, nothing we haven't... <laughs> honestly, nothing we haven't talked about. <laughs> so for now, Michael, the only thing I have right now is a new Tomo-chan chapters have shown up. Oh, shit, I need to catch up on Tomo-chan. Sh shall we turn this into Weeaboo Theater? Uh, no, we're not going to do a read-by of a fucking thing and narrate what's going on. That's not what our podcast is about. We're, we are trash, but we're not refuse just yet, Mark. Why don't you want to read it? Uh, do we recommend this on our yes, like, episode we... zero, which we haven't aired? No, it was on yet. episode two. Okay, so this is on episode two, True Believers. When I say episode two, it's like episode one, actually. Yeah. I'll tell them that part. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, so have I. Oh god, how long have we been right, doing this? Hey, anything else that we should? Uh, oh god, bring out Mark. Oh god. <laughs>